you guys. Sup? Sup, y'all? It's your sugar. And so it's 7.30, well, 7.30-ish on a Wednesday night. So you already know what it is. And if you don't know what it is, I'll tell you what it is. It's time for the sugar show. Natalie Sugar Brown. Okay. In the building. My face is in the place. And this is my platform to talk with you all out there about women's boxing. And, you know, I, I think I'm the person to do it. Okay. I am a female pugilist, a woman pugilist, okay? I grew up in the game from a young a young girl to a grown woman into an old crone, okay? I know the business, okay? And sometimes a lot of the stuff gets lost in translation. And on this platform, the Natalie Sugar Brown Show is where everybody can come and ask questions and talk that talk about women's boxing yeah and so you know there's there's a no judgment zone here but i will tell you this we tend to behave badly right because sugar is just that type of gal okay I, I i like i like to be naughty and i like to behave badly so yes this is the sugar show and you, the thing is, I always tell you guys, you don't have to know about women's boxing. You don't have to know the facts. You don't have to know, you know, the numbers because sugar, I, I, sugar will, will, um, sugar will get a name wrong. Sugar might get a number wrong, but sugar knows her stuff. Okay. Sugar know how this thing go. So listen to the talk. Tonight we got some stuff brewing. Tonight we, we you know, um, there's some happenings on, and I wanted to discuss that. So the title is "Smells Like Okie Doke." Yes, the stench of Okie Doke is in the air. Okay. Um, and so we want to start off. My lovely assistant and put together a, a slideshow. And uh, let, let's let's see what the first slide is so Sugar can talk about this. I don't know how long the show going to be tonight, but we, we got some stuff to talk about. Lovely assistant, come on, hit me. You know what? It's like they know, they, they is, y'all, y'all know, don't, it, it, it's, I don't know. It, it's always it. It's always um, a little bit rougher when you when you make a woman wait. Okay, so don't make me wait too long. Don't do that. So um, you know, before my lovely assistant hits me with the you know the the first image, uh, I, I wanna I, I wanna go more into, you know, um, what, what the conversations are or what, what the conversations surrounding, uh, women's boxing is right. So the conversations, like I always say before, it's not about the number. It's not about the record. It's not about, it's really something I, I wouldn't even want to say it's not about the wins or the lose losses. 
It's about if you like the broad or not. I always say it. I always say it. Why? Especially now. Because I was uh, chatting with some boxing, women's boxing folk the other day. And we all had to come to an agreement to where um, we, we understood now what the climate of the industry is. Okay. And the climate of the industry is, you know, it, it's, it's all about the golden rule. Whoever got the goal makes the rules. And what we want is we want to bring that thing back to how we used to be, right? How we used to be where um, you, you didn't, no one was going to buy your way into the dance. You had to get freaky on the dance floor if you know what I mean, to get your name on the ticket and, and to get, you know, and, and to get on dancing. You had to, you had to um, step up and fight, right? And instead of now, you know, you jumping over heads and you buying your way to a championship. That's no fun. And there's no longevity in that. Okay. And so that's, that's where, that's where sugar's always sugar always stands, right? Sugar comes from the old school. I am a I am a crone, okay? Um, I, and I came up hard. I, I I'm I'm the generation. I'm a couple generations before these these bras now who are making that bank right but they making the bank and they they ain't working like how we used to do right so people feel like sugar is kind of bitter or you know sugar's hating on these youngins out here and it's it's not it, it's it, the platform here is that um i want to give everyone an opportunity to step up and have and and be able to have a, a, a non-judgmental conversation about, you know, how they feel, what, what's going on, what they want to see, you know, the the women that are behaving badly and the, and um, the ones who are not authentically bad out there, but you know, now they got the hard work, the not hard work, the hardware, um, to so-called say that they the baddest. Now, it looks like my lovely assistant got the slideshow working. So slide on in. Slide it on up here, lovely assistant. Okay. So wait a minute. We can't twin. Yeah, we got to get the 20 twin in images. Now, look at this. I had to start off with this, okay? I had to start off with this image. Look at this now. I'm going to read it to y'all. All right, so we all know that Taylor uh, Serrano 2 was coming out, too. It's like, you know, it's like, um, you know, after you watch Jaws 1, you already knew, I guess, Jaws 2 was finna come out, right? Night on Elm Street Part, you already know the sequel coming, which is really corny and lame, right? Because um, we don't want to turn women's boxing into a soap opera, which is what predated rematches are, a soap opera, right? You you want to build it where, yes, there will be a rematch, 
but you want to build you you want to build it to where there's a bit of drama in between the the sequel which they didn't give you know before they announced this part two they really didn't give enough time for this sequel to happen but i guess now with the okie doke in the air i'm gonna read this to you it says, due to an injury sustained by Amanda Serrano, Matchroom Boxing and Most Valuable Promotions regret to announce that the Taylor Serrano two bout on May 20th in Dublin, Dublin, Ireland, that is, will not go ahead as planned. The teams are in discussions about finding a revised date for the bout. Further details will follow in due course. Oh, that okie doke stank. Yeah, boy. All right, so let's read between the lines on this, okay? Now, y'all know uh, Amanda just had a, a real tough fight with Erica Cruz. Erica came in and banged her up, even though, you know, she, she, um, drew some blood with Erica. What I loved about the fight was that Erica left her mark in the ring. And I mean, that's what you got to do with a fighter like this, right? You know, with, with, with a fighter who's on some prepaid nonsense, right? Um, Erica been in this game long enough to know that um, if it went, if, if it went to decision, uh, she wouldn't. She wouldn't want come out with the with the grace. But Erica, being the fighter that she is, knew that she was going to go in that ring and tear her ass up. Yes, she's going to bust her up, bust uh, Serrano up enough for Serrano to not be very well moving forward which looks like the case but i also think this i also think because uh serrano drew such a tough opponent i mean drew a fight and an opponent who was tougher than she thought because you 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 saw it in the fight where uh, amanda um had to dig deep and and uh, perform and and finish the fight um, with, without finish the fight in a performance that wouldn't be questioned. Okay, so yeah, she had to she had to dig deep. She had to get down in the trenches and 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 come through with that win. The thing about it is, okay, fights like those take something out of you right and in order for her to now turn around and be well enough for another high-end type of performance she would need a little bit more time okay otherwise you 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 never know what the remnants of the previous fight you never know what that re the remnants of that previous fight might do to you if you have another hard fight back to back. And I, and I understand Amanda may have felt, um, uh, you know, may have felt 
like she was King Kong and that she could take on the she, she could she could take on bigger bites, you know, but reality, I think reality kicked in to where she and and Jordan and them because you know she she ain't talking to nobody. She ain't talking on the cell phone. So she must have been talking to herself and she was like, self that was tougher than I thought. And I ain't ready for another tough one. Right? And so um this injury manifests, right? Ain't no injury. That's number one. And number two, um the thing about the thing about Amanda coming out of a fight like that to fight Katie Taylor again, they gonna say, we need more money. We need more money for that. So now with it um, in, in this, you know, in, in, in this spiel on the side right here where it says um, the teams are in discussions about finding a revised date for the bout. Um, you know, it, it's, it's not about finding a re revised date. Now they got to make this contract all over again. Right. So stuff has to be renegotiated. If, if they're talking about revised that, um, a date, you know, it's, I, I don't know. I don't think it, it was like where, um, was it, was it Marshall who tried to pull pull this same thing when she was before she was going to fight Clarissa. I'm not sure if it's one of those as more. So I think, um, I think it's more now they see that, you know, uh, Amanda has a bit more leverage in the situation and they want to get more out of more, more paper, out of what's going on than than what they initially agreed on. So mm, it's some okie doke there. And I don't know unless unless some real good drama happens in between this thing, you know, I'm not sure if any everyone's gonna be all hype again to see Taylor versus Serrano part two. Right. The longer they let this thing to me, the longer they let this thing drag out, um, the I think the less um, momentum, uh, I think the less momentum there will be, and, and you know the 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 less heat there's going to be bubbling under this pot. So um, smells like okie doke to me. I, I don't know if um, I don't know if they'll be able to keep the excitement. Maybe, you know, because it's, you know, Amanda already left the stage, right? With this fight versus Erica uh, Cruz. She left the stage and it was a it was a good show. Right now it's now it's Katie's turn. Now it's Katie's turn to get, you know, to to, to get real naughty in there and, and and 
and to show us why we want to see these two behave badly together again in 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 a grand super fight right like how it was before i y'all tell me right <laughs> y'all tell me what y'all think about this i think um they, they've got to find somebody and they've got to find somebody they gotta pull somebody somebody out of the um you know out of the air to be a, a dangerous contender a contender now that's worth uh katie taylor fighting and slaying uh in order to get back to this amanda serrano thing right so i think they've talked themselves into a corner they've hyped themselves into a corner and they're gonna have to they, they they're gonna have to make some excitement to to build it back up hey mike so michael or checks in talking about hey sugar hey mike um it's a cash grab okay it's, it is a cash grab if you're talking about you know, they want more, more money, right? They, and they're not trying to be funny either about that money, right? They want more money. That's that's really what that is. So Michael Orr says, Serrano suffered an undisclosed injury. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Orr says, sounds like someone isn't ready. Who, who you, so Mike, let's talk now. Who's not ready? Tell me who's not ready, right? Um, and that had, was Katie, the, I mean, has Katie fought since her and Amanda fought? I don't think so. Oh, Mike comes in and says he doesn't think Katie Taylor's ready. Now, this is the thing, though. I, I mean, you're right, because it, it, it's don't nothing move but the money. And they could have they really could have even paid Serrano to step back. Right. And, and they could have paid for this story. Right. Because, you know, you could pay it's women's boxing. So you can you can pay for these. <laughs> you could pay for these sagas now. Um, now this is the thing though you know this is they're making they're making big money so how could you can't play this is where i'm coming from with women's boxing right we're not at the place yet where you can do this bullshit, right you can't play these games you can't not be ready how are you not ready either katie taylor or they're like Katie, if you think if if it is indeed what it is, how could Katie Taylor not be ready? Right? This is what you do for a living. You box for a living. Okay? You're not even on some superhero time, right? You work a real job by day and you do superhero shit by night. You are Katie Taylor, the boxer, every damn day. How you ain't gonna be ready, right? You should be ready tomorrow, right? You hadn't fought since the summertime, right? And granted, you know, maybe she does feel rusty. Maybe, you know, it's been some time. Uh, 
but now would be the time for Taylor to fight Serrano again, right? Because Serrano just came out of a war, right? So now you want that. You want, especially if you've been resting, she'd been resting for, you know, damn near half. When did she fight her? Um, was it July or August? Sometime around then, you know, it's been a while. It's been damn near half a year, right? More or less. If you're rounding the decimal up, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, this is the time. Michael Orr says the GAA say Matchroom's refusal to cover security costs were the stumbling block, which prevented Katie Taylor's rematch with Amanda. The GAA refused to cover security costs. So what does that mean? They, um, Katie Taylor uh, demanded security and they weren't gonna cover maybe, you know, her her personal group of bodyguards to come and pay for their tickets and fly them in and all that stuff. Like it's all shenanigans this way, but one way or another, right? This is women's boxing. One way or another, this is women's boxing. Bitch, forget your security. Cause you ain't, we ain't never had no security. There are broads flying in to different countries with they bag, with they gym bag, and they finna hire somebody to work they corner fight night. Right? They find they sometimes they flying in day of by they damn self. And you you wanna cancel a big super fight because ain't nobody covering security costs. Bitch, I I'll work your security. Just come on no, I'll work your security. Please. Police. She ain't president or prime minister. Ain't nobody's ain't nobody checking for Katie Taylor. Right? So that's lame. The people want to see the people want to see people it fight. So I hope that's not the issue, right? Because that smells like some real okie doke. That thing stank. Um, Michael Orr says this was in the news four weeks ago. This is the article. Okay, so I mean, it's the buzz now. Like now, it's it's now that you know, women's boxing. They really talking about it out here in the field because it, it looks like it it's it's really off, right? Where before big fights don't get delayed in women's boxing, big fights don't get put off so to speak, right? You said it, Mike, before, right? You like women's boxing or y'all like the way y'all like it, that when, how we do it over here because there's no bullshit in the, in the negotiations where it looks like it's starting. It looks like it's starting, right? So, I mean, four weeks ago, it could have been four minutes ago. It's still bullshit. Um, Michael Orr says, and now all of a sudden Serrano has an undisclosed industry. Child, please, please. So first, Taylor, uh, 
match rooms uh, refusing to cover security costs is the issue. And now she has an undisclosed injury and, and, and uh, Serrano's the one that's pulling injury. Next, we ain't got time for that bullshit. Who's the next star? And this is what I'm saying. This is why I'm against celebrity female boxers. I, I, I hate that it's turned into a celebrity thing, right? Because if it was about, if, if we really wanted to be like the men's or if it was really like the men's, right? There'd be another great fighter in the wings that would now take over and we'd be hyped to see fight. That's how that works, right? Now, oh, we're waiting until somebody get right we're waiting. You got the, you got the damn it. Please, please. It ain't going to be me. I look at these two, look at the, the faces of these two bra. I said, I'm sorry. And I'm a woman too, right? Ain't none of these bras on this damn picture fine enough for me to wait on not a damn one of them. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I ain't finna wait on two on on, on two broads who look like some teenage boys. Next, make up, make it make it make sense. Make it make it make sense, right? Uh, try Jesus, not me. Um, and so. Yeah, um, that's all I, that's what, what I wanted to say about that. And, you know, Michael, thank you for chiming in and, and, and uh, talking with Suge about this. It's, um, we'll see how this thing turn out. I'm, I'm not really that excited whether it happens or not. I saw the first one, <laughs> you know, it's like, I would be more excited if, Katie Taylor fought Erica Cruz, right? It'd be like, oh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, Serrano fell out, but who's taking off? Who's gonna take Serrano's spot? Erica Cruz? God, yes, take my money. That sounds good. Like, I would love to see how uh, Katie Taylor um, track star do her track star thing with erica cruz that would be interesting right so they're not even saying anything like that right they just trying to they just pull in the fight please um michael orr says it's going to look like the last fight that's what i think and like i said you know and it wasn't even Erica Cruz left her mark in the ring because who, 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 uh, Katie Taylor going to get to outdo uh, a, a fight, an opponent, uh, not even an opponent, a contender like Erica Cruz because, you know, Serrano, she'd have to outdo Serrano's previous, uh, most recent opponent, right? She'd rather say, oh, I'm not fighting at all, I guess. May 20th is still like you should have been is it, Taylor should have been ready getting ready for that so one monkey don't stop the show right like the old folks say <laughs> like my coach Jerome used to say one monkey ain't gonna stop the show 
right? So Amanda ain't fighting on the 20th. Taylor, throw some, bring, bring somebody up. Put some money in somebody else's pocket. This is women's boxing. Um, Michael Orr says, maybe Serrano wins on points this time. So we see a trilogy. <laughs> Come on now. Like, do you want to see that three times? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Michael Orr says, there's no one else. Everyone else in, in the wings. What do you mean everyone else in the wings, Michael? Like, you know what I'm saying? Katie is not even budging from that weight class. You know what I'm saying? Now they want to, now, now they want to go on and pull Bumgarner up, up from the, the, the little weight up to Katie them weight. So, so Bumgarner will fight Taylor. And then she, and she going for it from what I heard. Well, you know, that's the thing too. All of these, all of these, I mean, these broads out here, they don't even have the gift to gab no more to talk, no talk. Right. I'll be happy to fight her. I'll be happy. I'd have been like, I'd have been like, I'm not fighting that bitch. She's too big. At least I would say that make it seem like, oh, I don't want the smoke. And then all of a sudden sign for the smoke. You know, that's, that's how you pull people in. Right. Alicia, you, you know, fake like you scared. Right, because you want you you want somebody that you want some they don't know how to play the game, right? You want somebody to feel like they they have the upper hand. So now you put the bait in, they'll bite. They'll bite. Now you have a fight. Now you have a fight. Right? Now you uh, but I'll fight her and and she's welcome. We can do it anywhere. Well, bitch, please. Like, I want some foreplay. Talk to me dirty first. This is women behaving badly. Okay, this ain't this ain't Girl Scouts. Um, Michael Orr says there's only up and comers in the wings, and they won't even let those broads mature yet, right? But we got something coming, right? But you know these. these these celebrity, these promoters who don't really give a shit about women's boxing make these celebrity broads who are selfish. Yes, I'm saying it. Who are selfish as hell and won't won't bring no other contenders up under from, you know, up with them. Right. So you being selfish. Now you're the queen and you, you sitting on what kind of throne? The toilet. Right. Because you want some okie doke now. You waiting for you waiting for somebody to, to ripen up to get good enough for you to 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 have to make some money, right? Because you're only as valuable as your opposition. That's that's how it, that's how boxing works, right? You're not gonna. It, it ain't about you, boo boo. It ain't just you, right? And you got to the, the pictures. Like after a while, the public's gonna see. Right, you have to have an authentic, organic bad bitch growing up out of the ground, coming up out of the wherever she is, she she's coming from, to make a story or some drama interesting enough for us to want to put that money on it. Uh, Michael Orr says promoters are not willing to lose their cash cows. 
promote Tell me, make it make sense, boo-boo. Promoters are not willing to lose their cash cows. It it ain't but, so you, you want to have the one damn cash cow? I would have a herd of damn cash cows, right? Everybody can make a dollar in this business, right? It's, it would, it's stupid, right? It didn't, one pro, look at top rank, um, golden boy, um, Don King, all of them, they, they promoted many great, they could promoted the champions and they promoted the great contenders under the champions, right? So anyone could get it. Anybody, everybody's making money. Everybody has the, the opportunity to make money. You have one celebrity female boxer. She's a celebrity. She's not even a great fighter. You know, she's not even a fighter that's legitimately, you know, built. She's a celebrity because you put her on the stage, right? So she's not your cash cow, right? She's going to have to, you gonna, now you're going to have to make something so she can make you money. That's not how it ever works. Um, and Michael Orr says, you're only... Um, you're only as valuable as your last win. Michael Orr also says, me too. I'd have a stable of killers, right? And about my father's business, hey, hey, you. Says, what's up, sugar? What's up? What's up, you? It's been a while. Where you been at about my father's business? Where you been at? Huh? Tell, tell me what you've been doing out here. Michael Orr says, I pull my stable out the gutter. Real fighters. That's what I'm saying. Mike, you gotta put, you gotta parent there. Let me get some of this, what I'm drinking tonight. <sighs> so um, yeah, you know, like Mike said. I'd, I'd have, I'd have some killers, some killer winners, some killer losers, some killer journey women, some killer gatekeepers. I keep it interesting out here. You know, it ain't about, I mean, that celebrity female fighter shit is old. It's, it's dated. It's so old. Right, the nineteen, the 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 early two thousands. The the when did it happen? It was when you know the Christy Martin. It it was that Christy Martin um, stint because there were great fighters before Christy Martin, but Christy Martin was the first celebrity woman fighter. Yeah, right. She was the first one to hit that celebrity thing. Right, and then after that. Riker, Lucia Riker came in with the whole celebrity thing, right? Because, you know, every superhero needs a villain and vice versa. So I don't know who you would pick to um, be the, the hero and the villain, but, you know, it was Chrissy Martin and Lucia Riker, right? That's when that celebrity bullshit hit. And now it, it just, it just, it just got real corny after. Um, Michael, Michael Orr says, uh, like I find for my show. Yeah, right? If, and y'all need to check Mike's show out. I think it's a fr 
four o'clock on Fridays, right? My, Mike's always uh, uh, previewing and interviewing an up and comer. He love them hungry, right? And he's always giving them a chance to sell themselves on his show. Fridays at four, check them out. Uh, I think it's called Female Fridays. I, um, Mike, Mike, I got some heavies that I want you to feature, Mike. I got, look like they trying to put money into this heavyweight division, right? And I want you to feature see, these heavies. They, they got some first, first going on. Okay. And you know what? I, I'm, I'm excited. I like female heavyweight, these little broads, you know what I'm saying? These middleweight broads or whatever. I guess it's cute. I want to see some big bitches get down. I don't know. So, you know what I'm saying? Sugar's different. I like, I like to see women behaving badly, right? That's my thing. That's my jam. It's what gets me on my, let me stop. <laughs> Y'all um and so let's see um about my father's business uh, talking about trying to get to the money listen it up and you already know right been there done that you know we know each other right about my father's business it ain't about chasing the money you gotta let that money come to you Right when you chase the money, you ain't never going to catch it. That's the one thing for y'all out there too, right? Don't chase the money. Let the money come to you. Okay. Um, Michael Orr says I might have to start knuckle up promotions. I, I don't know why you ain't started it yet, Mike. That sounds good too. I like it. Knuckle up knuckle up promotions where you was at when sugar was fighting where you was at when i was making knuckle sandwiches mike i would have loved to fight on y'all i would have loved to be uh, you know uh, a part of your stable on one of your promotions uh bon wee wee oh no bon quee quee hey bon quee quee okay so you done tuned in and what hey is that a sexy man or a sexy girl? I'm looking at I'm looking at your avatar, Bonquiqui. You got some sexiness going on one way or the other. Hey. Um, so Bonquiqui says salute. Salute, sexy. Um, they said I got Taylor winning by DQ. <laughs> That was pretty cute. Um, Bonquiggy said uh, uh, they got Taylor winning by disqualification. You, you done listen. I like it when they make it. I like it when y'all make me laugh too. I'm one of them. I like to laugh. So um, Michael Orr says, uh, "Oh, my Michael Orr plugging. He plugging in his time." So Michael Orr says, 4 p.m. Eastern on Monday." Um. Oh, you do it on Wednesday too? I didn't know you do it on Wednesdays. Okay, Mike. So Mike do it on Wednesdays too. Monday and Wednesday. He features these hungry female, these hungry broads out here. I ain't got time for a hungry bitch. But a bad bitch now. <laughs> you get my time. 
Um, but Mike, Mike's talking to these hungry gals out here, um, these females. So check him out. Cedric Sports Trainer says, good evening, champ. Just checking in. And Cedric, you know, I like it when you check me. Checkmate. Thanks for checking in, Seti. Yo, what's good with you over there? What's going on, General? Huh? Tell me how I tell me who you working with? Who you working on? And I know you got I know you got your show going on too. I be trying to catch me my these are my mans out here, right? Seti's said uh Cedric is a, a great general out here. He trains some of the um elite amateur talent in in Canada and you know he's taking he even he's even gone overseas you know and, and showcased our talent great uh general in the game he knows his stuff and he also has a segment here on our on our platform talking fight so check him out Seti drop me your time so I can so I could plug you and I hope y'all plugging sugar on y'all on y'all segments too show me some love right i like i like to be loved um so uh michael orr says let's profile them all right mike you said it so i want you to profile my heavies right yeah like these big bitches gotta make money out here too and they behave i love it when when some big broads um rumble yeah it's some draw i like the drama and that thing the little ones they cute but ain't nothing it ain't nothing like some some big bra, some yammer lambs in there getting it crunk. Um, so Bon Quique said, oh, Michael Orr said, uh, yo, Cedric, what's good? And then Bon Quique said, yo, that's the homie Cedric. Okay, so yeah, we we excited about Seti dropping in, let me tell you. Like when, when my guys, when these guys drop in on, on the sugar platform, it, it's, 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 it's love, right? Because, um, you know, I think time is the most valuable thing. That's why they put money to it, right? When they take the time to come check your gal's sugar, that's more valuable than money. I got your time. So um, Bon Quickly said, my homie, my homie too. And Bon Quickly said, Cedric, Cedric, Cedric. So Bon Quickly really like you, Seti. All right, things are going for you. Yeah. Mana, mana, big you up, Seti. Sounds good. Um, And so Michael Orr said, I smashed my phone and been off the grid, Mike. You out there rough and tumbling with somebody else, and you know how jealous sugar get. How how she break yourself or how listen? Don't do that. It made me have to find you know, made me have to find these people out here. You, you gonna you gonna fix my baby, you gonna fix my mic set cell phone too. I can't handle him off the grid about my father's business comes in and says female heavyweights would be interesting right i'm not it ain't even would be i'm i've grown in this industry right the female heavies are they the ones to watch just like the heavyweight men 
is a way that a big bitch fight. I'm telling you, right? That shit is, is poetry in motion, right? She used her body. She used her hands. She bumping. She doing all that stuff that the little ones ain't doing. It's the art. It's a performance. It's women behaving badly. And I want y'all to be interested in it, in, in, in watching women of all different shapes, sizes, colors behave badly. It's fun. Um, and so Michael Orr says, hi, Bonquiqui. And Bonquiqui said, hi, Michael Orr with the salute. Okay, and Bonquiqui says, I appreciate it. Bonquiqui, I like that you stopped in and I love, and I like that you dropping in and giving all my guys the love, right? You know what I'm saying? Shout out, shout, shout out all everybody on the grid, on the thread. Shout out everybody on the thread, right? It looked like we having a little party tonight. And I'm feeling the vibes. I like it. I like it. Um, Eddie Barrington! Eddie, you're here. Talking about good. Yes, yes. And Eddie Barrington gives me my my roses. Oh. So you know you coming in, you know you know how to start it off, don't you, Eddie? Don't you? Listen, you getting me all you in trouble, right? Let you don't don't make me have to run around the corner and come get you, right? Right? Because I got a lot of stuff. I, I got things that I plan, right? And all I need is a willing participant. <laughs> If you know what I mean. Um, Cedric Sports says, much respect, sugar. Thanks for the shout out, for sure. And thanks for, you know, always stopping in and respecting your girl, sugar. Ceddy is always going to be here, right? You, you know, you know, uh, uh, Suge's stingy with that stuff, right? Suge don't, Suge don't really... Uh, fudge with a lot of uh, a lot of these so-called people in the game, right? Because uh, should know the real from the fakes, right? And, and Seti, you one of them guys. You kind of real out here. I like what you're doing, Mike too. You know, no, all my guys. Graham, Graham know his stuff, right? Um, Tim, Champ, Tim, right? My guys. I love y'all. Um. So, um, so the host comes in, I think, is this for SETI? I think SETI's uh, segment is Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. Y'all check him out. Okay, it's called the scorecard. Yes. So that's what SETI do. SETI run down the numbers, right? And, 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 and SETI will walk you through the scores of a fight. So y'all understand, you know, and, and y'all may able may be able to score um, rounds, which is another art that's being lost out here in, in the boxing game. And it, it ain't no game, but you know, in the boxing industry, um, Bonquiqui says, Natalie, how do you feel about Devin Haney versus Hasbula Magoma Dove at 140? Um, this is how I feel. Okay. I, Devin Haney takes 
even though it seems Hasbula seems to be like a you know someone who's going to be scary Devin Haney knows how to box and he knows how to perform out of perform into a win right so I don't think um I don't think, and then I'm hearing that Hasbula is the is the midget kid. Okay, I I always say this, right? Um, <laughs> my my guys out here, no. uh, the, the, midget or not, okay? He on this level, right? I, you right. Let me stop y'all. Um, I don't know what it's called, and I don't mean to be disrespectful. Y'all don't take it that. And don't try to cancel sugar over no bullshit, okay? Midget may not be the proper word. I think it's little people, okay? And I do not take nothing from anyone, any particular shape, size, color, or gender, okay? When it comes to behaving badly, everybody's got a fighting chance, okay? And so that's what I'm saying, okay? Um, so you come for me about this. I've already said what I said, and you know I apologize. It uh, little people is a politically correct term, okay? It's not midget. I'm sorry. Um, what I'm saying is this: Devin Haney is is a boxer he's a great boxer and he'll perform his way right the temperament wise Devin Haney is a performer he's a sanguine okay meaning he's gonna go out there and he's gonna razzle dazzle and you know that's how he's gonna win I want I want that little punk yeah I'm calling him a punk why because this is the fight game the fight game is about people stepping up to a challenge, a real challenge, right? I'm always comparing it. I grew up, I was a little, I was a little uh, sugar drop, right? When, when it was, when Ray Leonard and them was out, you know, when the Fort Kangs, when, when heavyweights was heavyweights, you know what I'm saying? When, when, when boxing was boxing, I came up seeing that. I came up in the era where, you know, I came up in the times where it it wasn't, there was no games playing, Arturo Gotti, you know, like. Sorry, y'all. It was people out there willing to leave blood in the ring, right? And I, it's not that I'm blood hungry or anything like that, but when somebody's willing to shed blood for something it's real okay and so Devin Haney I haven't seen where he's extended himself to a place where you would see that he's willing to shed that blood right him going down to Australia oh my daddy I come down here by myself daddy where you at like the whole drama in that. I'm like, ain't this a grown ass man? 
okay? He going to fight without his daddy in the corner, okay? We do that. Women, women been doing, we do that. Other men do that. Why, you know, why is this a story that his father couldn't get the visa or his pair, his papers to get down there? So this is the thing with, with Devin Haney. He may be a great young man, right? But when it comes to boxing and this boxing industry, I think he's hype. Right. I, I think he's the I think he's the you know, you know, when when somebody do that, um that wet fart, <laughs> well, you know, what I'm saying that that and that's what he is with this Mayweather with, with that Mayweather. um Y'all remember the whole Mayweather vibe that was going through boxing and all the fighters that was all in with the whole Mayweather uh swag right i think he's at the tail end of that right he's the <laughs> part of it right because we not impressed otherwise like y'all tell me what what part what other part of devin haney are you impressed about what impresses you about this kid right um i i He's a he's he's grown, but like he's grown enough, but he's still a kid. Like, remember, come on, let's talk boxing history, right? Who was the first? I mean, uh, who, uh, the one who was the youngest um, world champion? He became world champion at seventeen. Um, aside from Mike Tyson, um, who was the youngest heavyweight world champion, he fought um, Sugar Ray Leonard. What was this this cat's name? He was out of Puerto Rico. Right, we comparing like guys like Haney to these type of men. He was 17 years old, coming up in an era fighting grown ass, tough ass men, fighting 15 rounders. And I'm supposed to be impressed with anything Devin Haney and for anything. Garcia, but any of them have to do like you, you got, I think, was it Garcia stepping back from a fight because he got mental. He needs mental. We're all cracked. Everybody who does this, who everyone who boxes, right? Sugar and clue. We're all cracked up here. Okay. In some way, shape or form. We just find a way. We've just found a way to make our shtick work. You know what I'm saying? Instead of me going to jail for beating a bitch, <laughs> I made money doing it, right? I, that, now y'all see sugar here, but Natalie, Natalie, y'all talking to sugar when y'all see on the Natalie Sugar Brown show. Natalie is, is, is a different, is a different lady, right? But Shug is a woman behaving badly, right? And she, she'd show up at times to where she would get Natalie in a whole lot of trouble. But uh, that's for the memoir. Um, so, you know, I'm not really excited. And I don't really care about Devin, you know. 
uh, Haney, Haney fighting this guy. Hezbollah, you know, uh, Bonquiqui says Hezbollah has the power advantage for sure. I mean, you can have all the power in boxing, but if you don't know how to put it together uh, behind, you know, behind what it, the science of boxing, which is to break your opponent down using, you know, your using strikes, a combination of strikes. You could be as powerful as, you know, thunder, right? But if you can't put it together, you ain't gonna make, you ain't gonna make much of a difference out here. Um, Eddie Barrington says, ha ha, okay, so I don't know. What you laughing at, Eddie? What you laughing at? Um, Bonquiqui says, Hasbula got the power advantage for sure. Eddie Barrington says 100. Bonquiqui says Eddie Barrington 100. Facts, bro. Uh, Michael Orr says Hasbula definitely has the height and reach advantage. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hasbula, now y'all gonna make me pick out the take out the phone. Right, because I'm, I'm I don't know if I'm getting the real story about. Let's see, what's this man's name? Um, Hasbula. Boxer. Oh my gosh. Oh, now y'all got me. Besta Hasbula, now I see who y'all talking about. Let me tell you something. So, is Devin Haney, um, is this a publicity stunt about Hasbula fighting um, Devin Haney? Let's see. I'm going to Google it. Let's see. No. Okay. So I guess Bon Kui Kui, you're throwing you're throwing shit out here. Okay. So uh, it's the same thing that I was saying before. Okay. Um, Devin Haney, right? He's the type of fighter where he hasn't really extended himself. So if this is a dream fight for you, Hasbula, the little man versus Devin Haney, you know, it, it, it still might be interesting. I think um, if y'all want to make a joke about it and laugh or whatever, this ain't the angle for it. But um, I, I think if we want to talk about a match between the, the two, um, I'm not going to lie. When when you're fighting uh when you're fighting somebody outside of what the norm is right say Devin Haney did take on Hasbula right um Hasbula has the um because he's he's an unconventional variable in the ring in front of um, Haney. Hasbula can pull all the stops. He can do whatever he want in there, right? And so that to me would make him dangerous because 
Um, he's not the fighter. He's not the boxer. Um, Devin Haney is. And Devin Haney would look bad if he did not dispatch this person in front of him um, in an impressive way, right? um, Hasbula could jump on him, bite him, bite his knees, do all that bullshit. But if Devin Haney as a fighter does not know how to manage this situation in front of him. And I don't know, I mean, y'all are, y'all are going on the thread, but if Hashbula, if he doesn't deal with Hashbula in a way that is just as comical as the matchup, right? Then he looks bad. So I don't know, I would ask you, Bone Quee since you come in with the jokes, um, how do you think that bullshit might play out? Right, since you know you, you you got us thinking about it, how do you think that would play out? I mean, in my mind, I know what I would do if I was Hashbula fighting somebody like Devin Haney. Yeah, because everybody has a fighter's chance, right? So I know what the, I know what I would do, right? And then I know if I was um, if I was Devin Haney, what I would do if somebody like Hashbula was in front of me. And I'm not even gonna lie to y'all, it's a joke, but it's really not a joke because as a female fighter, I have been um, propositioned to have, you know, strange fights like that, right? And there was a time that I would have even entertained um, doing that for the sake of being in the ring and performing, right? Because as a woman fighter, as a woman boxer, we used to have to make nothing into something, right? So shit, um, since Amanda Serrano fell out of the, uh, May 20th fight, they need to mom put Hash Bueller in there with Katie Taylor and turn it into a real sh- bullshit show right? That's what I got to say about that. Um, now, um, and I don't even, I'm sorry, I'm not even on social media like that, y'all. So like these, these people who, these, these, um, interesting people who are celebrities because of their, how interesting they are. I'm, I'm a cave woman. I'm too busy. I'm too busy um, in the romping shop, if y'all know what I mean, or trying to get in the romping shop um, and um, over chasing over or, or um, being being minding, minding a little person's business. You know what I'm saying? I'm too busy trying to get mines. Um, so... What else? Michael Orr says, Hasbula definitely has the height and reach advantage. Um, Bonquiqui says, Abdu Rozik versus Temerant Crawford at 147 is also a solid fight. Um, So I don't know who this is either. Abdu Rozik, let me get the phone out because I want to be in on the jokes too. I'm sorry. Let's see. Is that Abdu... A B D U, and this is a singer. Oh, so Bon Quickly, it, it looks like you got a thing for the little people. 
right? Bon qui qui. Let me do some homework. What's a what's a little woman that you would? What's a little woman matchup, right? Right. Bring it over to late. Let who? What's a little woman versus Clarissa Shields, or a little woman versus Katie Taylor, or a little woman versus any one of these celebrity broads out here? Since you want to bring in the little people, huh? Come on now, make use of yourself, right? Because there's a it's some popular um little ladies, little women out here too that would be interested in interesting um in, in a matchup with some of our champions. Bon qui qui go go do some work. Um Hashbula got the Deontay Wilder right hand, one hit and Haney goes down. That's not how I see it going though. Um, Michael Orr also says, uh, don't forget, uh, Cedric and I host the knockout of the week at 4 p.m. on Sundays. Okay, so Sunday, y'all check in to talk and fight. Okay, um, this is Mike here plugging him and setting uh segments, and I hope, I hope. Don't make me con don't don't make me behave badly now. Y'all better plug sugar on y'all segment too. Y'all like, subscribe, and share, right? Like, subscribe, and share this sugar. Um so bon quickly then gone into this hashbula guy fighting Mike Tyson. I think the hashbula joke needs to be laid to rest now it's starting to be you know when some shit gets it's kind of, it's starting to dry up now baby put it to rest um so yes michael or says wilfred wilfredo benitez so that's what i was saying so i guess in the sense bon Quique has um you know uh art has conveyed what I was saying, you know, like this, this boy might as well, Devin Haney might as well fight Hashbula, right? Because he's not stepping up to extend himself the way he should be for being a name in this industry, right? So Wilfredo uh, Benitez uh, was, uh, was a, uh, um, a monster at only 17 years old, fighting grown men and going 15 rounds at three minutes, right? He was, and, and, and this was at a time where you had to be a man to be in that ring. So, I mean, these young guys are not impressing me at all. Um, but I guess things also have changed uh, with the expectation of of what uh, fighting means or what a fighter is supposed to be or what that, you know, uh, what that entails with the expectations of that. Like I said, when you have, um, when you have so-called ranked fighters or, or, or top rated fighters stepping out because of mental health issues, I mean, yeah, in this day and age, it is real, but mental health issues been, been, there right but you're a fighter right so <laughs> um you don't get that 
privilege. You're doing something that's all that's already, you know, um, you're doing something that's already considered. Um, how could I say? Um, I don't want to say unethical, but yes, you know, you're assaulting, you're assaulting another person and you're, you're, it's an, it's a performance, right? So it's like, you have to, in a sense, be mental, you and your team to come together and make a plan to destroy someone else physically in front of an audience. That's what it is, right? So that's why I say we're all cracked in that sense, right? We're all cracked when we sign up to do this because I'm expecting someone to do that to me, just like how I am training to do that to somebody, right? And some of us are better at it than others. Um, so Michael Orr says his uh, first fight of three career world titles in separate weight divisions at the age of 17. He's the best remembered um, as a, he's best remembered as a skill and aggressive fighter with exceptional defensive abilities. And so Michael Orr is talking about um, Will, uh, Wilfred Benitez, okay? So this is a 17 year old young man who is remembered in history for being this way, right? So I don't know, I don't know who else is coming along, right? In this fight game that that is of that caliber. I don't, I don't see any, I don't see any of these guys right now of that caliber. And he was 17 years old. Let's not get away from that. Okay, prodigy. So, um, Michael Orr also comes along, comes in with saying, along with his fights with Roberto Durant, this this kid fought Roberto Durant, Thomas Hearns, and Sugar Ray Leonard. Like he wasn't a kid at the, but this 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 young man grew up in the time of monsters, like when dinosaurs were were you know stepping through the industry, like not dinosaurs, like old but dinosaurs where everything was dangerous right and he was a young he was a youngster coming up in that just like these other guys too you know what i'm saying that's impressive that's something to talk about you guys right so we could joke around or not you know we could joke around with these with these celebrity names but if we want to talk let's talk let's talk some real stuff right and then let the let the real jokes come through um eddie barrington says throwing shade so i don't know who's throwing shade though eddie who's throwing shade monquiqui said eddie barrington there are too many hasbula fighters bro and they there, okay, Hasbula. So Bon Quique has this thing with Hasbula. And we we gonna we we gonna allow you to to get that out your system, but sugar's over it. <laughs> um so let's see. 
let's see let's go through so um lovely assistant let's um get on to the next image on the Next image, lovely assistant, right? So look at this. And one of my um, one of my guys who used to, who who hasn't showed up um, in a bit, but um, loves this fighter, Sandy Ryan. Okay, so I found it interesting that you know I get to talk about um, I get to talk about this this fighter now. Because at um, five wins, one loss, and zero draws, Sandy Ryan um, will be fighting for the vacant WBO welterweight title, right? The, the World Boxing Organization, right? So this is like a real belt, right? With six fights. So this, this broad, Sandy Ryan, is sub-10 and is fighting for a world title. This is a world title that people with double digits have held, right? And has going for, and there, and these are, this is a, this is um, a title, right? That contenders out here who are, you know, have over, Plus, who have plus 10 fights are um, eligible for, but this six fight fighter, this sub 10 fighter fights um, Marie Pierre whole um, for this fight. Now I looked up um, Marie Pierre as well. Goodness, where's my, um, I had, I had to look her up you guys um where is she at y'all made me miss my page because i'm looking up these these little people for for um my guests coming in and you know um goodness y'all done made me lose my page lose my Lose the spot on the page. Who's she fighting? All right. Um, all right. So, uh, Marie Pierre Hole is uh, eight wins, zero losses, and one draw. And she's out of Canada. The funny thing about this, though, I mean, after, I guess, after I left. Right, because welterweight was like I was in Canada for years, and no welterweights would come up out of the ground. There was nobody, and all of a sudden, there's a welterweight who's now ranked number one in Canada and number eight in the world. Okay. Um, and this broad as uh, this broad's debut was in 2019, 2019, 2020, 2021, 22, 23. This broad been fighting for four years, okay? 
And from what I understood, because I've been around for a while, I've, I've been around. Uh, she's out of Quebec. I don't think uh, this Mary P.A. Um, has much of a background in boxing. Go fig. She's, uh, she's 32 years old, right? So I'm not talking about Sandy Ryan, who y'all see on here. And my, my bad, I, you know, I thought, oh, maybe we should feature uh, Sandy, um, I mean, Mary P.A. Hole as well. But she, on second thought, this broad ain't really done anything for me to feature her. Right. So um, the, the reason why I'm featuring Sandy Ryan is um, that Sandy Ryan, it looks like that they're trying to they're trying to make her into something. They're trying to um, she 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 she's um, kissing a couple frogs out there. Right. Because at with only six fights and, and she's up to be a world, you know, have the opportunity to be a world champion. It, it, it ain't because this broad can fight. I can tell you that much, right? She can do something else very well, right? But she, it ain't boxing. I'll tell you that. And it ain't fighting. I'll tell you that because five fights, six fights with two KOs, right? And the thing about it is Sandy Ryan, um, you know what I'm saying? She ain't really fought, she, she ain't really fought anybody. She ain't really fought anybody that she wasn't supposed to beat, okay? Um, I see on her record, she fought um, Anai uh, Sanchez, who is a padding mint, Patricia. Padding tent, right? She is is a padded fighter, um, who is also a um, you know, who is also a high end opponent. Okay, so uh, Anaya Sanchez has um, Katie Taylor. Um, Jessica McCaskill, Chantel Cameron. She has losses to all of these broads on her record, but she hasn't won against any contender who is, you know, who, who is anything to speak of. So, you know, it, it, it just says okie doke all over it, right? It says okie doke all over this one, right? And, I, you know, I'm just not having it. I'm not going for it. Like I said, there's just too, this, in women's boxing, it, this is the time where the contenders, the real contenders need to be making money, right? Um, you know, I I don't know what this she 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 looked like. You know, she 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 looked like she might be good at a lot of things, but it it ain't that she's she's doing that good or she's that good in boxing to where at six fights she's fighting for the WBO title legitimately, right? That shit it that's some bull. That's some okie dog. That don't make no sense. Okay. And I'm a call. I'm 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 a caller. 
calling everybody on it, right? Y'all need to know this. Um, and so Michael Orr says this is on the undercard of Shavakadazan Rakhmov versus Joe Cordina at the Cardiff International Arena on Saturday, April 22nd. Yes, you're right, Mike. Uh, Mar Mar Marie Hole is has only fought in Canada and Mexico. Oh my gosh, yeah. I'm gonna let y'all do the do the homework on that one because I ain't finna waste no more of my time. Okay. Um, Marie Hole is you know unfortunately, you know this this is the case with a lot of female fighters out here. Um, she does want to be a fighter. She does want to be a champion, right? And the, the right way of development no longer exists, especially in women's boxing, right? So now, now people, as you can see, like a Sandy Ryan, now you can see where, you know, people are with, with, with sub 10 fights, are jumping over um, contenders' heads into world title contention. It doesn't even does it even make sense anymore to be ranked. Does it even make sense anymore um, to you know to, to go through the process in becoming a, a, a legitimate contender for a belt when you can pay right or play your way to the opportunities that people who work hard, proper contenders, people who have skin in the game and have been in the game, have time in the game and have been in the game that should be having, be getting paid, should be on these platforms, you know? Like, does it make any sense? Like y'all in women's boxing out there, there's, there's people who are in women's boxing that may be watching the Shook show may not be, right? But y'all are a part of this bull, bull jive because y'all don't speak on it, right? This is great. Everybody's uh, right? This is some this is some crap, and we need to talk about it, right? And 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 we need to have people need to have the 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 heart to fight for what's right in this industry if y'all really about this industry. Right, sugar talks and sh about this industry and sugar's done. I've done things, I've made history. I've put myself out there, right, to be to to make history. So, so my industry goes further, right. So chumps like this can have the opportunities, right. So, but when I sit back and I see that it's the chumps that are getting the opportunities instead of the contenders out there who are sacrificing, who are working, who have put their time and their blood in the game. You know, it angers me, right? So, you know, it, it it's, it's you know, Mike and, and Bonquiqui and, and, you know, all y'all who, who might be impressed with these these broads who are hungry, like you, <laughs> like I never seen no, to be honest, and, and I, I love it. 
I, I I love it too, but at the same time, really, you know, I I, I never seen you you could feature you could feature abroad every week, <laughs> every week. There's a hungry bitch out here that's gonna make it, and that's trying to make it. Please, right? That you know we we we've got to put some we. We've got to put some establishment in what we we do, in what this game is, right? It ain't a to, it ain't just a subject or a topic. It's a life, right? Sugar has her show, so sugar goes on these tangents. But this is a life, and it's a culture, right? So these shows that are about women's boxing that features women boxing, right? There's a lot more behind it. It's a culture. It's not just about any broad that want to interview, right? We got enough shows about that shit. That's why I don't interview nobody. That's why the only people that come on the, the only people that come on the Sugar Show are the real hitters in the game. Whether I like them or not, the real hitters, right? Because I ain't got time, right? And I don't, and I'm not going to show, I ain't got the time and I'm not going to waste y'all's time, right? I've been out, I've been there, I've been out here. I've been a hungry broad, right? And 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 during my time, it wasn't just about, oh, I'm going to make it. I ain't get my first, I ain't get my first spotlight until I did something. It wasn't enough to be, hungry it wasn't i had to show why you need to look over here and it wasn't easy what a time what a time to be a fighter right it would it would be an insult if somebody went on a show and and matched sugar up with some little person that would that would actually be an insult not even a joke because people knew what sugar was capable out there right so it would literally if so it wouldn't be a joke it would be it would be laughing at somebody's murder right because that's what sugar sugar was trained to and sugar's uh sugar was trained to um destroy whoever was in front of her just like the real fighters used to like the ray leonard the tommy Hurt, the wilfredo benitez the, even my oh, even my trainer johnny gant right the train, the, the fighters before that, right? My sir, us, uh, Coach Surge, up in Canada, right? Old school. He laughs and he's a funny guy, but when it's time to train, he may be laughing, but he's 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 training you to destroy whoever comes in, whoever decides to stand in front of you in that type of way, right? So it's not funny. 
So when you have somebody, you're talking about Devin Haney versus this, this, this little person, that just shows you how much respect there is out there for these fighters now with these names. None. None. And I ain't got no time for that. We can talk and we can joke or whatever, but I ain't got no, I ain't got time, right? Yeah. I, it would be cute though if you pulled a, a pull, pulled a um one of them funny matches out your ass about you know uh, a, a a small a, a little lady a little person woman versus a, a, a one of these women champions and see you know, well, what that would be, right? Well, I guess it would be fun, fun or funny, but you know, even even doing that in women's boxing, there's, there's really no, no entertainment in that because <laughs> that broad got, that broad got just as much of a chance as the broad she's fighting the way, the way this shit gets set up, right? A broad with only six fights about to be world, fighting to be world champion against somebody who's never left her damn backyard. This is what's happening in women's boxing. There's no longevity in this. And money is being paid for this. The WBO sanctioning body, right? Because I explained this in a, in a previous um, show. Y'all check out the previous Sugar episodes. How much money goes into paying for these sanctioned matches. You know what I'm saying? It's money, right? They put money on somebody with only six damn fights to be a world champion. Why? How? Why? I've seen this broad fight. I've seen a fight. Next. Girl, whatever you doing, you better do that shit to me too because it ain't your boxing. I'm gonna need something for I'm gonna need something for this for for this money and this time I'm wasting. Um, let's see. So Michael Orr says Ryan is a matchroom prospect eddie is moving her quickly and strategically tell me what the damn strategy is mike because i don't see it and i i ain't new to this i'm true to it i'm true to this game what where the hell is the damn strategy right she need to tell me what the hell her strategy is for getting where she at so quickly because it ain't boxing, I tell you that. It's just not box. It's just not because she's a good boxer. She must got that ill nana. Listen, listen, stop it. Let me see what this thread looking like. About my father's business saying sugar's the forerunner. But you done know. You done know, right? Y'all been known, right? I, I, I came in this game and I ain't coming here to be nobody, to be nobody, sugar, right? I came in this game because I respect it. I'm a woman that likes to behave badly and I wanna be one of the best ever who did it. And I am, 
I am. Google me, right? You don't buy, nobody gives you a chance to go to the world championships. You don't buy that medal. You got to fight and win it. I was the best in my town. I was the best in my region. I was the best in my country. And I became one of the best in the world. I ain't paid for none of that. It was no sanctioning for that. It was blood, sweat, and tears. That's why I'm in the game. Okay? And that's why I can talk my talk about this stuff. Right? A belt is one thing. Right? I respect I respect Clarissa Shields. I respect these these broads that came out of the Olympics for that. Right? But I will always say right? It's the ones who uh, did it without paying their way. It's the ones who earned it, right? I was one of them who earned it. Um, Michael Orr says, Ryan is a six-year team great, uh, great Britain amateur standout. Okay. Great Britain, you say? Great. It ain't her boxing. I'm sorry. Not even, I'm sorry, not at no five and one with two KOs. Did you, have you seen the, this broad's record? Right? She's not even stopping who she's supposed to be stopping. She's not even fighting who she's supposed to be fighting. Right? Ain't no strategy behind this. Right? You ain't going to put, a, you ain't going to, Put powdered sugar on a turd and tell me it's a donut. And I think this is some okie doke that y'all they trying to sprinkle powdered sugar on. That's what I say, right? I don't doubt that this broad can, can box, right? She was on Team Great Britain for six years. She was on Team Great Britain for six years. Did she go to the Olympics? Did she, did she, is she a world championship? Does she have a, a title um, as a Great Britain standout? Does she have an international title? Was she a um, world medalist? Let me know. Um, Michael Orr said, that's why she's getting this opportunity? No, just because you was on, no, no. When you get to pros, Michael Orr, you press the reset button. You don't bring shit that you were in the amateurs into the pros. When I came into the pros as a, a, a world champion amateur, I had to hit the reset button. All of us do. Right? She is not, she is not a celebrity like that. It ain't her boxing. Right? That is not why she has the opportunity. Mike, you got to, Mike, don't be a part of the problem, right? Pros and amateurs are completely different too, right? So how do you jump over the heads of contenders, of professionals who have been around, right? Who, who have the experience and have the numbers, right? To become to, to to get the spot to be a world champion. 
this doesn't make sense. She needs to fight. If that's the case, she needs to be fighting her way up the rankings. Beat all them bitches up. Beat all of them up. Right? And by the time you beat all of them up, you'll you'll be, you, I'm sure you'll have more than six fights. And then we can justifiably say, okay, give her a belt. Give her a world. Give, give her a world um, opportunity to fight for this belt, this world title. But just because just because you was an amateur this and that don't mean don't mean that you you get to jump over people's heads in professional. These are grown-ups. Right? This is we where this is where you earn your living to become a contender. You have to build yourself, you have to build a brand. Your record is your brand. Right, your receipt is your brand. The caliber of people or items on your receipt is reflects the brand of fighter that you are. And the brand of fighter that you are puts you in the rankings to hold something as prestigious as a world title. She is not even branded as a professional. She's not even branded as a professional. It doesn't work like that, my friend. Um, let's see. Bonquiki, how strong was Prime and Wolf final form? Um, Bonquiki, I don't know what that question means, but I would love if I would have loved if you was there to find out. If you would have went a couple rounds with Prime and Wolf final form to find out. Um, what, Brooke? Hey, Brooke. Brooke came in talking about what up, Shug? Hey, Brooke. Girl. How you been? I've been trying to stop in to see what um one of your shows. I know you got all them gals coming in talking that talking about what they did. In, in the industry in boxing, right? I'm glad that you on on here and and um talking up um Brooke's show. I think Brooke's show is on Tuesdays on Tuesday nights. Check out uh Brooke D Dorf's uh segment on um Tuesdays, Tuesday nights, where she interviews uh women boxers from the past, right? Present. So a lot of the fighters, you get to you got to meet some of these gals and you get to see if you like them or not. Right? Brooke D gives you the opportunity to come to be up close and personal. Get on one of them shows and ask one ask them broad some of these real questions out here. Right? Because yeah, Brooke, Brooke don't, Brooke don't uh, pull no bullshit either, right? Go on the show, ask these questions, right? They, they, now they're brave enough to speak directly to the public. Get on the, go and ask them why they think and who, 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 um, they fought that would make them believe that they were, that they are world uh, champion worthy, right? 
So, you know, these are the, these are great opportunities that Talk and Fight gives you guys to really interact with the, with this talent out here, right? Just like I, I appreciate Talk and Fight for giving Suge the opportunity to really say what she needs to say, say what say what others are 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 too uh apprehensive to say about what these fighters are and what's going out on out here in the business because I really don't need another friend. Okay. And it ain't about being friends or not. It's about this this industry is cut and dry. Right? Either you're doing it or you're not. If you're bullshitting, you're not doing it. And somebody needs to hold y'all accountable for this out here, right? And, you know, I'm, I'm sorry to say, I, I'm using my platform to do that. And anybody can come on the Sugar Show. Even even y'all out there that y'all may not like the, what, I, what, what I'm saying, come speak your piece. Right, Shug, Shug may not know the real story. Come on here. It's a no judgment zone, right? I've been, been told like that. I'll take a, a good telling, okay? Tell me what's really going on out here and what's really up, hmm? Right? Answer the questions. Let us know. Tell Sugar what it really is because I mean, I know what it is. Right. Um, uh, Michael Orr says it's to get belts. Okay. It's the, yeah, it's not about to get belts now anymore. Right. We don't want, um, we don't want to just get belts. It was never really about getting belts in boxing. If you know, if you understood the history, right. Boxing started off in, with, um, who was it? Um, who was the first Sullivan? What was, y'all, let me, let me Google. Or, or Mike, maybe, maybe you can Google for me. Who was the first prize fighter? First prize fighter. Yeah, first prize fighter. I'm just boxing. Hmm. I don't see the, I, I don't see, I'm gonna have to do a little bit more, like a little bit deeper, but let me tell you something. If it's if it if it's we talking about the question, it's kind of like the chicken. It's like the question: Who came first, or what came first, the chicken or the egg? The egg came first, right? Before you could call that mofo a chicken, it had to come out of something, which was the damn egg, right? So I said that to say this. A champion was a champion before the damn belt was made. The belt wasn't made first. 
the champion was made first, right? And the intention was that I'm going to lick, I'm going to whoop every ass in this general area. And y'all know that I'm the baddest mofo around. That's, that's, that's how this whole thing started, right? So it's not to get belts. We're losing the culture of what this whole thing is. It's to be the baddest. It's to be the best, right? It's to be the strongest contender, the most noteworthy, right? And everyone is in agreement because you've gone through everybody. That's where the respect comes from as a fighter. That person legitimately beat me. So if that person beat me legitimately, that is the mofo. That, that's a bad man. That's a bad gal. Broad. That's a bad broad. Yeah, she got, she, she, she legitimately beat me, beat me up. I give it to her. Right. So is that what's happening? Is that what's, ha what's happening here? Five fights. I mean, six fights as a pro. Has she gone through enough people to say, oh, she's been through all the baddies. She deserves to be a world champion. Sounds like some okie doke to me. And that's Thank next. We ain't even gonna read through no more, right? I ain't got no more time for Sandy. Lovely assistant, change the channel. Um, Michael Orr says she's ranked number one in the UK and number two in the world at welter with only six fights. It's fishy. It's fishy now, Michael. Mm-hmm. Shit. It it's it don't. That's that okie doke. Whenever, whenever you, whenever it gets fishy, whenever it gets stank like that. Michael Orr said Tuesday at yup. That's the time. So Tuesday at eight thirty p.m. That is Brooke's show. So y'all tune in. And Brooke, I hope y'all you shouting out sugar on your show. I hope so. Right? I'm giving. I'm plugging all y'all. Y'all need to plug sugar. Um, Brooke says, Brooke, come in. Yes, girl. Hope to see you soon. Tuesdays at 830. Yup. No punches pulled with no mercy. I'm gonna try to get up there with you, Suge, and, and see if I can make some of your guests uncomfortable. <laughs> um, Brooke said, what are you talking about, Ryan? Yes, I'm talking about Sandy Ryan. And as I quoted Brooke D., Brooke D has said before, your shit ain't ready yet. And girl, if if your shit ain't ready yet, what was a person? It'd be Sandy Ryan right now because her shit ain't ready yet to be fighting for no damn world title at six with only six fights. Girl, gonna sit down. Michael Orr says on the 6th of January, 1681, the first recorded boxing match took place in Britain when Christopher Monk, with Christopher Monk, um, second, the Duke of Albemarle. Okay, so back in 1861, so I don't know, no belt. 
right? He wasn't no belt. He was a duke. He wanted to be the baddest mofo in his area in, in Britain. Okay? And he started putting them dukes up. That's that's where they started, I guess, boxing, per se. Even though, if we wanted to get into real world history, um, I believe um, boxing is still the culture. Um, there's a it, there's a, a a a whole town and a country that's been um, boxing or has used boxing for way earlier than this Great Britain guy um, in Africa, right? I've been meaning to go there um, because it's 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 a wonderful it, it's a it's a wonderful um, part of our history, and I'm gonna claim that um, because they they do it is boxing. They're not kicking. They're not grabbing, they're, they're, they're striking. And I would say that's still one of the earliest, uh, one of the earlier archaic forms of our sport that's still around and that's still celebrated in its most authentic way, culturally. It's wonderful. And like I said, I hope to, I, I hope to witness it um, in person one day. Um, let me look this up real quick. Um, ain't, let's see. Let me look this up. Right, so where is it? Okay, and so it's, it's in Nigeria. And it's called Dambi Boxing, Dambi Boxing, okay? Um, it's called Dambi, and it's a uh, um, martial art of the Hausa people of Nigeria, right? So it, like I said, it's it's wonderful. Um, and I hope to one day go and, and witness it with these two eyes, because um, like I said, you know, boxing is more than a belt. Boxing is more than this, this celebrity garbage and these the, these soft uh, guys now. That's you know I got a headache. I can't fight. Oh well, my mental. You know my daddy. My daddy won't be in my corner. You know like there's we we got some real history for for us to even entertain that part of it. Um. So. Mike comes in saying the first recorded English prize fighting champion was James Figg in 1719. And the first official boxing rules called the uh, Broadens rules were devised by prize fighter Jack Broaden in 1743. Look at that. And then it went to what we, what we fight under now, which is the Queensberry rules, right? So they even had different rules, right? that people don't understand right so and and i think that there were you know that was their way of governing it until it's gotten to this point right because the sanctioning bodies are governing things now right so it wasn't a it wasn't a belt so to speak back in the time it was according to broughton's rules 
right? So you you was a bad, you was whooping ass or you won that fight according to Broughton's rules. Then, you know, according to Queensberry rules, you whooped ass, right? So it just all depends, right? And so that that's a that's a good little snippet into the culture and and how and and the government of boxing um and 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 where it's come to now um uh brooke no mercy brooke d comes in to say yes girl someone asked about you yesterday and i said tuesday night yes girl um Brooke, if they asking about me, say tell us, send them to come see me on Wednesday nights at seven thirty. On into the night, cause you know I like to hit it, to hit it, hit it, hit it down to the late hours. Um, yeah, send them my way, Brooke. Um, yeah. So you know, and like I said, we got champ. Brooke will tell you. And Brooke ain't going sugarcoat it either, right? Brooke, Brooke might have to stay political because, you know, she she talking to these broads out here and she got she, she got kind of be nice, right? But, you know, I tell it like it is, Brooke. You know, like I like you know, you, you ain't going you ain't going to try to feed me. Uh, uh, you ain't going to eat the turd with the powdered sugar on it, is you? Right? Like, you know what's, you know what's okey-doke and what's real. Right? And, and, and I'm glad that you're speaking on it. Um, and so Michael Orr says, the broaden rules were to stop deaths in the ring. How about that? So they were fighting to the death. Okay? This thing is serious. So it ain't about, can you imagine back in the, in that time? And um, them guys talking about, oh, I'm, I won't fight today. I'm not mentally capable. They'd have probably shot his ass on the spot, right? This game, this game is for this game right here is 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 for the real. It's for the real. The broaden rules to stop deaths in the ring, right? Just that's just a no. So. I mean, I, I guess the broaden rules would have saved um, that, that little person. What's his name? <laughs> that that um, Bonquique is in love with Hasbula. Um, the um, the 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 broaden rules would have definitely saved Hasbula ass <laughs> from 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 um, certain from certain endings if he was to be matched up with some real killers in there. Um, Brooke, Brooke comes in and said, I mean, Wednesday, I did tell them, okay, then, thank you, girl. Yeah, because I'll be sending them your way, too. Um, Brooke D says, I've, um, I've already pissed some, I've, I've already pissed some off. I guess that we're going to be on my show, and after I was on your show, they won't respond to me, so. You know, Brooke, that's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't matter. Brooke, regardless, you're going to be Brooke D. And regardless, we we mess with you. Us who's real out here mess with you. So if they boycott you, they boycott themselves, right? Because you're providing them an opportunity to tell their story, right? So if they don't like what Sugar said about them, tell the bitch to come on your show and say something about it i mean stop it listen i am the sm i y'all talking about where there's smoke there's fire 
here go the fire, right? So if they don't like what, if you came on my show and they don't like that you came on my show and what was said, girl, they weren't messing with you in the first place. So they just use that as a reason, right? Because like I said, get on Brooke's show. If you want to, if you want to say something to Suge, you could come on Suge's show. Like I said, time and place 730, right? But, and if you have a message to relay, I'm sure Brooke don't have a problem with featuring that on her show and I'll get up with you, right? So that's how that works, right? That's why I said, I don't need another friend, right? Because that's how that works. Crabs in a barrel, right? Brooke, crabs in a barrel. But we're not, we not going to focus on them. We want to focus on those that are coming on your show and are um, making good stuff happen, right? With us women in women's boxing. I'm just so glad to see you out here, girl, doing your thing, right? And I'm glad that we, we out here working it working it together um brooke d says they're giving belts away these days to fighters who are brand new with only a few fights and no notable fights on their records it's a joke we didn't have that in our time this is brooke d who they tried the okie doke mia st john them oak tried the okie doke brooke d didn't know that brooke d was about that life and was a was hungry right but brooke d wasn't brooke d wasn't out there selling hype brooke d was in the kitchen chefing up so she could serve this this broad some damn knuckle sandwiches and didn't she do it girl didn't you do it and walked away with the with the broad belt didn't you do it that's what i want to see that's what i want to see right where are the brook d's out there right right where who 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 are stepping up who will step in who will step up in in somebody's chest Right. So I'm not out here. Like I said, you know, I'm, I'm not out here. I'm not talking bad about nobody. Right. We, we don't talk with our mouths in boxing. We speak with these. What have you done? Who have you did it to? Right. And where did you go with it? That's what's going to tell your story. Right. And now we got people, now we got other women out here that'll let you tell this and tell your story, right? Um, Michael Orr says, the truth hurts sometimes. Don't dare hold back, ladies, right? But I ain't doing, that's the thing, the truth hurts, but it ain't me that did it to you, right? So don't, you know, don't make no excuse on the, the Talking about, oh, you don't like what I say. I ain't making shit up. I'm not making nothing up, right? I'm, I'm, I'm speaking what you did and what you're doing out here, right? So, you know, with the Sandy Ryan thing, she's fighting for the WBO welterweight title. So I guess it is for real that jessica mccaskill was stripped of the all of her 147 titles because she was undisputed those those that title had belonged to her with with the three others okay so low key now this is what i'm talking about okie doke i smell it 
is strong in the air. Okay. This broad, Jessica McCaskill, then got stripped of all her shit, all the bells. She naked now out here. And it wasn't announced. It was just done. So I guess we figure it out. Oh, you ain't that you you don't have all the belts no more, right? That's not how it works. Right? That's not how it works. So now it's okie doke on all the desanctioning body parts. It's a body's part because they just waiting for her to get her money back up so she could pay the bill again. Right? The, the Sandy Ryan, I guess she's out there for the WBA. They said, you know, the I mean the WBO because which McCaskill owned one of those titles, right? So the WBO has now given this six fight fighter uh, an opportunity to be a world champion and to hold their belt. Sandy Ryan and her people then must have said, "Oh, we'll pay the bill," and they're letting her do this, right? And Sandy people, it's not that nobody else will pay the bill; they got the money. They got the bigger money to pay the bill. So now there's not that, I guess the WBO don't even care how many fights you have before you could, before you could be a world champion and, and, and own their title. Right? So do the belts in women's boxing, do the belts matter? If that's the case, do the belts matter? No, not anymore. Okay. The belts, no, not in women's boxing. The belts don't matter no more in women's boxing. You heard it here on, on the Sugar Show, right? You see what they're doing out here, right? I, I tell you, if I let me get alone, let, let me get some somebody, let me let me shake my sugar with, and 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 get some money so I could pay for one of these belts. Dust my dust the gloves, dust my boxing boots off. And going and pay for a belt because I ain't nobody fighting no more, right? And I still, I think I still got a, I still got some, um, some some bait that I can put on the end of my the, uh, end of a hook, and, and and get somebody to 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 drop some some paper on on the things that I like and I want, you know. And sugar, sugar got some talent too. Um, sugar, sugar, sugar ain't going to do what it do. Like, yeah, I ain't going to do what it do, how these broads are doing it, right? Just to get a, a belt. I know I'm a badass. period. Like I, I've, I, I'm finna sell myself or, or no parts of myself to prove it. I don't have to, I've done it. Um, Um, wait a minute. So Brooke D comes in and said, LM laughing my ass off. Girl, I guess I pissed them off. We were good then. They stopped reading and responding to my messages. Ha ha. We were talking about such fighter. Guess, guess they weren't happy with what we said. Listen, like I said, Brooke, I mean, that's their way. Brooke, Brooke, like I said, this game, I we didn't do the. I don't know if you started women's boxing to be friends with anybody, right? I started women. I started boxing because I wanted to to be the best, and the best recognized the best, right? I would never not talk 
to somebody because they were talking to somebody else about sugar on the show. You know what I would do? I'd show up on their show. I say, yeah, Brooke, I ain't like what you said with Suge because y'all got it wrong. This is how it went, or this is how I feel. And, and I, this is why I think y'all are wrong. I'm not going to play that punk game and say, oh, I'm not going to be on her show, bitch. Brooke, you doing them more of a favor than, than they doing you a favor. Because guess what? <laughs> Unless they a celebrity, celebrity, female fighter. Don't nobody know who, ain't nobody trying to know who they are for too long. And we all know this in women's boxing, right? It's your peers that got to mess with you. Sugar's relevant because her peer, because other real women, other baddies in the game, F with sugar and vice versa right you, like because i it, it don't matter to me one way or another right i'm friends with some I, i'm friends with some of them and i'm not friends with some of them but i respect all of them who have done these real things in the game okay i respect the real you done real that don't mean we have to like each other but i will commend you and i will say yes that broad show did it that's how that works and we have to stick to that we gotta stick to it brooke i want to hear you chasing after nobody for no damn interview you brooke d they need to be lining up to be on your show that's why i don't i'm telling you that's why i don't that's why i don't interview nobody their receipts speak for themselves I don't need to, I don't need to talk to nobody, Brooke. I read the receipts. Um, Mike Orr says, Brooke is laying in wait like a lioness ready to eat. Um, Michael Orr says, the problem is that weight class is all green. No, no, um, Mike, the problem is not that the weight class is all green. Nope. The problem is that they won't give the contenders in the weight class, the real contenders, any action. Only the green ones get action because the green ones can get fights. After you get, after you get to about seven fights and you won't entertain being somebody's bait or meat or, or um, you know, meat bag, if you're not entertained that and you're still trying to be a contender, nobody's going to fight you. If you're trying to avoid getting set up, you're not going to get any fights because all you're going to get in it, all you're going to get is, is shitty contracts sent to you and shitty situations and shitty fights. So either you decide to be a, 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 a name opponent Right. Uh, so a contender who has turned into a name opponent or a name gatekeeper or you or you um, you make all the money like these uh, tomato cans make the tomato cans are the ones that are making the money. Right. There's that the, the one over there in Bulgaria who I think she's 
um, she's not even four and 40. She's like two and 99. Yeah. Right. She's making all the money. The contenders aren't making any money because these broads are not fighting the contenders. So what happened, which is what happened with sugar is they sit you, they put you on the shelf until you become inactive and you fall out of the ratings. And when you become inactive now, okay, uh, you got to do stuff to keep your bones hard. Right. You might have to go back underground and fight underground. Right. You may have to do other things to keep yourself in the game. Right. And then they'll tap on. They'll they'll tap you when they think you're soft or they think, you know, just like what happened with McCaskill. Right. And then on top of that for with me and McCaskill and, and on top of that, what happened is I was I hadn't had a fight in those years. And they said, right, I was given, um, somebody gave, somebody gave sugar up, right? Cause I was going through some stuff too. These are all things that have, have something to do with a contender now being turned or them trying to turn a contender into, uh, a, 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 a no, a, an opponent, right? So they did that and then they put the weight to be much lower than sugar's fight weight, right? So nobody's fighting. This is this is from the this is the point of view. You're not getting any fights, right? You're getting shitty contracts, right? And you've been on the shelf. So all of these things will make a fighter, right? Especially if they don't, if they're surrounded by people who are not about their, you know, about the best interest of the fighter's career, you know, a contract comes in and they're like, take it, take it. Right. Especially if there's uh, a decent purse attached to it, take it, take it. Right. So all of these things play, play a part in um, what you call it in, in the movement and the career and the journey of a fighter. Okay. So, um, it's not that the weight class is green. It's that they're staying away. They're not choosing the contenders and they're, they're um, making this, the contenders time out and meaning inactivity makes you time out, right? And then they wait until you get nice and stale. Then they bring you back in again, right? After their fighter has had enough fights where, you know, the fighting feels natural and regular. And so when you come back in after a hiatus, it's like, you're starting all over again. You're not in a, you're not in, you know, you're not in a groove. So what's going to happen. You're not going to look as sharp. You're not going to look as good as you, as you would, um, when, when you're in the same kind of, um, you know, when you, when you're in the same kind of, uh, place that this person that you're the person you're fighting is in. So that's how they play this. That's how they play it in women's boxing. Mike, I want you, you know, if anything, I want you to understand what was going on out here. And I want you guys to understand what's going out here and on out here in women's boxing, right? It was always, it's always been hundreds 
thousands of women's boxers out here, right? Women's boxing has not been represented the way it should be. And that's why I have this platform. That's why Brooke has her platform. That's why us who have been through the game now have a platform for people to talk about, for other women to come and talk about it, right? My platform is just a little bit too harsh, right? Because like I said, I'm a, if you come on my platform or if you come on my thread, I'm going to ask the questions. We're going to talk the talk. If you want to go back and forth with me, we're going to go back and forth, right? But we're going to get to a resolve and y'all are going to get the most authentic part of me and authentic part of the other person, the other, the other broader or person that has been a staple in the women's boxing industry, you're going to get the authentic version and authentic story there on the sugar show, right? That's why, like I said, only the real run, Laura Ramsey came on the show, um, came on my thread. Brooke D came on my thread. Chevelle Hallback came on my thread. Okay. I ain't ask them. They shown up. They showed up. Why? Because they real. And why? Because they'll tell you. They'll tell you what it is. They'll tell you what they did. And there's no making up of any stories about what they did. And they'll speak on the items on their receipts. They ain't scared of no sugar. And they, and they not, whether they dislike sugar or not, they they respect that it's going to be real on here. Um, Brooke D comes in and says, "Did they strip her for sure? They were supposed to." Brooke, like I, you know, Sandy and I checked box rec. Sandy fighting for the WBO, so and I know for damn sure she got stripped of one of them belts, right? So it's the WBO belt that Sandy Ryan's fighting for. Um, and she's fighting a, 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 a very um, low-grade challenger for this belt as well. So, you know, the WBO then sold and showed what, what they really think this thing is, right? Jessica McCaskill um, got stripped. She's supposed to be this great champion. And the next person who gets to fight for this title that she held has only six fights and she's fighting someone with a padded record, that's letting you know the caliber of champion, of woman champion coming out of the WBO sanctioning body. I don't know if I would pay money for that. Um, Michael Orr says, too many sub-10 fighters in the ranks. All right, now a lot of sub-10 fighters are in the race because, like I said, they're the most active ones. When you're sub-10, you're going to be active because you can fight tomato cans because people chalk it to experience. You can fight and you, you, you get fights, right? That's why I don't talk to sub-10s. When you are start, when you're fighting 10 plus, now I know that you in this game. Now I know you going through, now you getting the breaks, right? And now I know you got something to tell me. Um, so too many sub fight, 10 fighters in welter. That's what Michael Orr says. Michael Orr also says, uh, that's what I've been saying, sugar. Um, 
Michael Orr says, Brooke is uh, Miss Hall of Fame. They should be thankful for the invite. And M Michael Orr also says, tomato cans uh, making steady paychecks. Bars, 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 bars. I saw somebody back here. Oh, Omar Johnson chimed in and said, everyone leave a like on the video for sugar. Y'all don't forget to do that. Don't forget to do that. Don't forget to do that, right? I mean, we ain't gonna pay attention to that. Like, I, I shouldn't got the haters. <laughs> Listen, it should got the haters, but guess what? They've been fighting to stay afloat. Should 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 just sitting back and, and uh, getting her feet wet while they're trying to stay afloat. I've been in this game for too long, right? I've been in this game for too long, <laughs> right? So like, I ain't doing it for the likes, really. And I ain't doing it for, I, I love the likes and I love the views. Y'all see me now. I'm so comfortable with y'all on here. They're gonna have to pay me money. Sugar babies. That's a coincidentally, that's one like my favorite, my favorite candy. <laughs> Sugar. So um yeah, like, subscribe, and share. You know, lovely assistant, please put because I want to say what I have to say. Um we got to end the show. No, no, that ain't, there it is. Michael Orr says, I'm jealous. I want some. Mike, you know you could get all the sugar you want. You just won't come and get it. That's what your problem is. I don't know if you're scared or what, but you won't come get none of this sugar. Anyway. So these two fighters are these. Because <laughs> it's about address, please. All right, now, Mike, you get it. You you would you definitely get it. But we want to talk about these two fighters up here. So we got Natasha Jonas and Katie Taylor. And the reason why Natasha Jonas and Katie Taylor are on here on the slideshow is because Natasha, it looks like Natasha went and used this opportunity of Amanda falling out to, to, to stick it, to put a stick and say, hey, I'll fight you, Katie. Listen, how you gonna have a big how you gonna have a big card like that and 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 not fight? Huh? You have a big ticket you, you and not fight. I'll fight you, girl. We could do it in your backyard, we could we could do it in mine. Right? But it doesn't sound like I mean Katie Taylor has no Yeah, y'all, I don't I don't know. I don't know, right? She she was a darling. She is a darling. She she had my 
she had my, my heartstrings as an amateur and you know, all her stuff coming up and being that she ain't the first Irish broad to make a name in boxing, right? But she became the darling, right? So, okay. But we grown now. We all growed up now. And her personality in the professional boxing is non-existent. Katie Taylor has no personality. I can't even think. I, I can't. I, I don't even remember. I can't remember which the last thing she the, the last relevant thing Katie Taylor has said in women's boxing. Right? And she's a darling, I'm sure. I'm sure she's a darling, but I mean, I can't tell. You gotta have personality. If you're like, if you're, say something. If you're a champion and all of this, and you know, then say something. Say something. If the fight fell through, I don't wanna hear an announcement. I don't want no email. I want you to say it. I want you, you could have phoned it. You, you could have put it, put it out there on with the live face and say, hey, y'all, hey, fans. Katie, I'm Katie Taylor. I won't be fighting on May 20th. We've got some things to sort. But I'll see y'all when I'm in the, you know, next time I'm in the ring. Something. Right? She hasn't announced, she hasn't said anything. And I'm supposed to buy a ticket for that? I'm supposed to fight a ticket to see her fight? Bitch, please. No. But I like, I like the opportunity. I, I, I like how Natasha T Jonas took the opportunity to say, hey, 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 if you really want to fight, if you really want to fight, I'll fight you. I like that. I like that, right? Natasha Jonas, she, she, you know, she, she ain't as, she, she ain't as spicy as a Clarissa. You know what I'm saying? And, and she, she ain't as crafty as who, who else do I like? She, um, she ain't as crafty as my girl Ebony Bridges, right? Because Ebony Bridges, um, I like the way she, I like how crafty she, she presents herself. And she speaks out there, right? But she does say what needs to be said, and she she does strike when she needs to strike, right? And, 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 and I see the I see the 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 realness in, in that, and I appreciate it. Okay, so you know, Katie, look, you got to fight out here waiting, and it and it it would be a pretty decent matchup, right? I know people are going to talk about, oh, that's not her weight class. <laughs> well, not to her and Natasha Jonas was the same weight class at one time, right? So maybe Katie can go up a couple pounds. She's supposed to be good pound for pound, right? Katie's supposed to be the best pound for pound, according to some rankings. So. This broad, but this broad can go up a couple um, pounds and test out the theory. I'd say, um, what? 
Lady Ram, Laura, you know I'm supposed to get up with you, girl. We're going to talk very soon, okay? Sugar been, sugar been busy. You don't know, they, they, they tying me up over here. Um, Laura Ramsey comes in, Lady Ram, checking in with brown sugar. Yo, Lady Ram, champ, I got some good stuff too. We want to talk about it, right? We're going to catch up, I promise. Don't be, don't be mad at your sugar, okay? That you, uh, Lady Ram, she cray cray, but she know I'm cray cray too. And, and, and then the cray cray get the... Two, the two different cray crays get together and it's just insanely good stuff. And y'all finna see what we do soon and very soon. Oh, it's exciting. It's exciting. Um, Michael Orr says her trainer said either Taylor or Shields, she's ready. So Michael Orr says, um, Natasha Jonas will fight Katie Taylor or Clarissa Shields. She's ready. Um, Natasha Jonas trainer need to shut his damn pie hole. Right? Because one fighter is significantly smaller than the other fighter. And you can't talk that shit. Right? And it's okay. You see what I'm saying? This is that bull jive that I'm talking. This is that stanking okie doke I'm talking about. Her trainer said either Taylor or Shields, she's ready. Well, how about another contender? How about we fight? Uh, how about we 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 bring a, a a killer from from the, you know, from the the the, the sea of sharks that's out there and fight them, right? This celebrity matchup, it's 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 just it's right up there with that shit, Jake Paul shit. And you seen what happened to Jake Paul, right? Somebody who actually kind of you know is in boxing finally beat him. He just finally got beat by somebody who was a real boxer. Um, right? So let a real trainer answer the question, Michael, or because um, Natasha Jonas, I don't know what her trainer talking about is either she's ready for it's either or either she's ready for Taylor or she's ready for Carissa because there's it's there's two different preparations there. Yeah, it's not either one or the other. Anybody can get it right. This ain't Pum Pum, right? Pum Pum is the only thing that uh is ready at any time <laughs> y'all listen listen this the sugar show and it's it's getting late and y'all got me on here talking about some some real like <laughs> it's getting it, it, it's getting real naughty right but like i said i'm gonna say it again only on only the the good stuff only the goody good only the coochie coos ready um for, for anything big or small. <laughs> um, without preparation. Well, and, and son, you know, you get, we love the prep. We love it when you prepare it too. Like, anyway, let me stop. Um, Michael Orr says she's putting on an event. Yes. So Laura is putting on an event and there's also like some really good 
stuff in the works, you know, um, with regarding the future. And, and I love, I, I love how, you know, fighters like Laura and other fighters out here are coming together. Other women in, in boxing are coming together to do something about, uh, what our industry is right now. And, and, um, really now showing up on the other levels because we're that's where we're going to really change the game um yeah so in two weeks uh lady ram got this thing going on and uh carice taz so taz you on here too um, Taz, talking about stopping by to say, hey, champ, just leaving training. Yes. So, and and y'all, I've said it too about this this one. Um, Mike featured her, Taz the Golden Child. Okay. So, Taz is out here. And I think Taz is fighting in Australia soon. Okay. And Taz is a fighter, a protege of, um, you know, of um, the, the Ram, right? Uh, and, and the, uh, Taz will go, Taz will go to anybody backyard and, and put down, right? Taz is out there. Taz is fighting. Taz been doing that ever since, uh, she was a greenback amateur. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I like that. I like that. I, I like how, um, I like how, um, champ lady ram is is developing this these talents coming up and all the best with what you got going on coming up taz right i'm looking forward to um your performance i am um so michael or says c-m-o-a-c i don't know y'all know i don't i y'all know i'm not good with the acronyms okay uh, Carice, uh, says, Hey, Michael, um, and, and put the wave sign. Bon Quique is back. Bon Quique talking about this is a 24 hour stream. I don't know. Stick around long enough, Bon Quique, and we shall see. Michael Orr says, I can't wait to see you fight on Lady Ram's card. That's going to be a good show. That whole show is going to be a good show, y'all. Um... Bon Quick, we said that painting in the background looks cool. I'm glad you like it. Um, Michael Orr says, I'll shoot you a message and arrange something, Taz. Awesome. So y'all making deals on the sugar show. Okay. They're like, this is where stuff, this is where stuff can get done. Um, Taz says, yes, Mexico, March 18th, and then Australia, April 1st. So, you know, uh, Taz is in action. Y'all check it out. Might feature her again on that Women Wednesday. And I hope Brooke D, I hope Brooke D, um, gets Taz on her show as well. Y'all gotta like this broad. Get to know these broads, okay? So we got something to talk about on the Sugar Show after the performance because Taz, you better you better leave it there in the ring. You better show. You better you better act up in that mofo and and uh, behave really badly. So Sugar got some good to say, right? I'm looking forward to it. Michael Orr says I'm inviting her on my show. Excellent. 
right? Um, so yeah, you know, with these two uh, on here, that's what, you know, the, uh, Natasha Jonas and Katie Taylor, that's what I, you know, that, that's what the image showed that Katie, you know, there's always that fight, okay? A lovely assistant. What, what's the other? Okay, so look, y'all. And, and so I had to show this too. Y'all are looking at Heather Hardy right here, okay? For my people listening in, um, uh, Heather Hardy just had a fight. And she, I think she just fought to stay active. She fought abroad in the game name um, Tiana uh, Cardoso, who is five wins, two losses, okay? But Heather Hardy is 24 wins and two losses, okay? So... I hope you see now, this is a prime example of what goes on in women's boxing. So now, Heather Hardy ain't find nobody who had plus 10 record, right? Heather Hardy is staying busy with somebody who's a sub 10 fighter. And these sub 10 fighters step up because they feel like they really have a chance. And some of them do. Right, but politically, if you're fighting a branded fighter like Heather Hardy, right, uh, there would have to be some okie doke or shenanigans on your part to beat a fighter like this, right? Sonia Drayling, for instance, somehow beat a legendary Chevelle Hallback with only, I think she only had six fights at the time. So, I mean, these things happen, but you ain't finna beat no damn Heather Hardy and no Heather Hardy in no New York and no Brooklyn. That's for damn sure. She is, she is the queen over there in, in them parts, okay? So Heather Hardy is a name in the game and she's, she's an Irish gal, okay? She sports her, she sports her, her um, Irish cu culture, very, very um, proudly. Lovely assistant. Give me another. Um, give me another. Let's let's pan on to the next image. All right. So there she go, look, looking as hot as she wanna be. Look out there, right? So she got the the uh, Clark. Uh, what is it? Um, what you call it? Who 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 is um Superman girlfriend? Right? Superman is Clark Kent when he wasn't Superman, right? Who was it? Um, who was his girlfriend? His loving Lois Lane. So I like to say this, you know, I like Michael Orr comes in Lois Lane. I like to say that she got the Lois Lane swag right now with the glasses and the red lipstick and the blonde hair. She looks like a hot teacher or secretary or somebody, right? And she got her dukes up because she finna whoop ass. She's at a, a weigh-in. She got the black, nice uh, bodysuit, um, leotard bodysuit. She's looking good. She's selling herself really nice in this image at this weigh-in here on on um, the image that we have. So I, and, and that's what I like about Heather Hardy. She she did very good. She she's always done a very good job at marketing herself. I think she did. She's right up there. Um, Ebony Bridges has taken a page from her book, right? Because um, she 
Ebony Bridges kind of reminds me, her swag kind of reminds me of Heather Hardy's swag, right? These youngins, they come up, they, they, they take some, some sentences, some chapters from the, the previous um, novels, right? So Heather, Heather Hardy is a novel in herself and how she came up, she has a great story. I might, I think I may feature her um, sometime in the near, near future, but um, yeah, I would say this is where kind of where Ebony Bridges gets her swag from. Heather Hardy is, um, has made a name for herself. She has fought the likes of um, Amanda Serrano, which that was a super fight at, at one time. Right, and I think a rematch with those two at this point would also be would also be a pretty super fight, right? Um, Laura Ramsey, champ, uh, Lady Ram comes in and said, um, "We agreed to the Hardy fight for Carice, the Golden Child, but but what, Laura? What happened? Why the fight didn't happen between Taz?" And the heat, right? Taz is uh, Carice, the golden child, Taz. And um, it's Heather, the heat hardy, right? That would have been a great matchup. That would have been a pretty good um, show. Even though I think uh, Taz is sub 10. I think, though, um, Taz would be a better, the, the fight would put more money in Taz's pocket when Taz gets to 10 plus, right? Taz versus Heather Hardy or Clarice um, versus Har uh, versus Heather would be a better fight when Clarice gets to uh, 10 plus. Uh, uh, Champ Ram, Clarice shit ain't ready yet, right? She's, she's a great, um, she has a lot of good potential but let's not let, let's not devalue uh Heather Hardy who has some skin in the game and you know we want to build the wealth up so it makes sense for Heather to make the chance to take the chance to fight uh, a up and coming fighter like uh Carice right because uh Carice really ain't got nothing to lose fighting Heather it's still a step up right but Heather has her brand, it, it'll put a big dent in her fight, in her in her um, brand, if she comes out and looks bad versus uh, Carice uh, in in a, in a fight at any point, win or lose, right? So it's got to make sense for for a fighter, for a branded fighter like Heather Hardy, right? So that that's where that's where we coming from with 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 movements in the women's boxing game. We want to move, we, we want to move right. And we want to develop these, these prospects and these contenders to where, you know, there's longevity in their careers too. And there's money to be made. We're not fighting just to fight and we're not fighting just to become a celebrity. It's, it's making sense now. So, you know, it's making sense. So, uh, Carice can feed herself and those around her as well as Heather can feed herself and those around her when these matches do come together. Michael Orr says, uh, she's looking good for sure. I guess he's talking about the picture of Heather. Yeah, 
right? And and that's the, that and that's the thing about women's boxing. This is this is the part that we it's unique to us where we can sell ourselves this way, and it, it's 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 you know it works for us. And then this is another part of women's boxing to me that makes it interesting. So our lovely assistant, next image. Next image. Come on, come on. You asleep? Ah, so you know this is this is Heather's box wreck. Okay, so I suppose it says twenty-four wins, two losses. I think those two losses was by um, Amanda Serrano, or at least one of them, right? But I mean, twenty-four wins. She should. I mean, she's good to fight somebody with four KOs. Katie, hey Katie, Katie, you can go. You could fight Heather Hardy. Why not? She's only got four KOs, right? So, you know, it ain't it ain't that there's no matchups out here, right? Now they're starting to try to make these, you know, make celebrity women's boxers. They're turning they're they're, they're bastardizing women's boxing. And we, we must stop that. Those in the game who take it seriously, who's real, right? Us women, because as someone, as a as someone who is a fighter in the game, who's now, you know, evolving into other things in the game, if there is no longevity, if there's no, you know, if there's no way um, to continue the the abundance and the cash flow and the, and the money um then you know it, it, it it's not gonna it, it's not gonna be anything that is is worthwhile like our history it's gonna go it's gonna disappear um michael or says at the hardy lost to serrano then camara oh so had the hardy fought uh, uh jessica camara ain't that something um in a nutshell, Serrano's got it, but poor thing. She just can't. She she can't. She, she just can't catch a real ride. She's done gotten all the breaks, but she she ain't staying on that. She's gotten Jessica Camara has gotten breaks after break after break. But she just ain't staying on the rides for too long. But you got to know the industry to know why that's happening. You know, you got to stay in the industry to know why, you know, fighters like fighters, th those things happen to fighters like Jessica Camara. Um, and so, oh, she fought, uh, so Heather Hardy fought Amanda Serrano and then Je Jessica Camara back to back. And Jessica Camara is a bigger fighter, right? So Jessica Camara was a bigger fighter fighting a small fighter in Heather Hardy. And Heather Hardy showed her her range where she's stepping up. So she stepped up to fight, you know, what was, I guess, because when Camara first bus everybody thought she was the second coming 
right? Um, because she has that look, right? She, <laughs> she, she looks scary, I guess. <laughs> but I'm saying, I'm sorry, I had to do the evil cackle because, you know, we, me and that one got some history. But, um, yeah, you know, she, but th that one, that was another one that she, she didn't come up authentically. Um, and then Michael Orr said, then she won her last two. Okay. So do I have any more, um, do I have any more pictures or images? Lovely assistant, put me on nice and big if it's over. Right. Cause we, we want to end it. I think that's it. Ain't it? I'm nice and big. So that means that's it for the sugar show tonight. Y'all, I thought it was going to be a short show. And look at it. We had a little party. People stopped in. People chimed in. I got to give my shout outs. Okay. So I'm going to shout out my host. Right. Then always, I, I'm shout out Michael Orr for checking in. Thank you, Mike, for coming in to see Sugar about my father's business for always, always showing respect and showing up. Okay. Then we got Bone Quee Quee coming in with the jokes and whatnot. I got you. Seti, Cedric Sports Training coming in. Y'all check my guys' segments out on Sundays. Okay. Um, then we got Eddie Barrington coming in with your, with your success. Yeah, Eddie, um, you know, always coming in and treat me so nice. Okay. And then who else we had came in? Who else we had coming in? Uh, I'm just going through the thread y'all. And then we have Brooke Champ, Brooke D coming in. Y'all check her out on Tuesdays. Okay. All right. Omar Johnson. Hey, boo boo. Thanks for checking in on me. And thanks for always reminding everybody to leave a like on the video. Okay. All right. What else? Who else we got? Then we had Champ Laura Ramsey checking in. Okay. This is a real champ. I, like I said, I don't, I don't ask. They just show up, right? Because like I said, you know what? This the real and we can talk the real, right? Back and forth, one-on-one. -on -one. We 100 up in here. And then we had Carice Taz, which is uh, a contender coming up, right? Um, got a, got a fights coming up um, as early as March. Y'all do some homework. Check her out on the Michael Orr show and on the Brooke D show. Okay, um, and you know, that's it. Uh, it says, um, <laughs> thank you, champ. Champ Laura says, we love the sugar show and we love champs like you, Laura. We love the, the, the real champs that's doing, let me tell y'all something about Laura Ramsey. Okay. Well, I'm going to end the show by y'all going to know about this one. This is how Laura Ramsey changed the game. All right. Laura Ramsey came in the game when people would consider a woman older or past her prime. Laura Ramsey showed that what the real maturing of a female fighter 
is in the industry because she came in the industry in the woman in the prime of a woman right so me at the time when i saw this when i saw this killer come on the scene first of all right this killer coming i call it killer because laura ramsey has the thunder clap laura ramsey had the gift of the kfo she can knock you the fuck out clean smooth okay like she's not gonna it's not tap she ain't gonna beat you like a drum and then you fall she she she, she got that pop she got the she 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 got the 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 dynamite in her fist so um when she came on the scene it was around the time where layla was still hot but Layla wasn't touching no Laura Ramsey. The thing about Laura is Laura came up, you know, Laura came out, she had a good amateur career, decent amateur career and had exposure, but Laura had the mentality of abroad from the trenches, okay? So she brought that flavor to the game she brought that she she brought that life of a woman abroad a crone in her prime coming in this game and making a mark and making a name and that's why champ laura ramsey is significant okay um and that's why you know she she gets the, the respect because um, not many, there hasn't been anyone who has done it the way Laura Ramsey has done it since. Okay, and we're waiting for that. We're waiting for that. We're waiting for fighters like Laura Ramsey. We're waiting for the fighters like Brooke D. We're waiting for fighters like, you know, the the older school that made marks right not you know not not hype but actually made a dent in this game in, in, in this industry and 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 now now that dent is something now someone can use to you know build and and, and climb up on okay and on that note i'm gonna end the the the, the sugar show okay this was a wonderful night thank you guys all for chiming in all of y'all michael or talking about fighters like sugar thank you mike you know i want to say i want to throw throw that in there but you know i really i really appreciate when y'all when y'all throw me in there too right because you know i always think shit, I, I've, I i learn more from these broads out here than you know i think i i, I learn more from y'all then I, well, you know, me feeling like, okay, I did this, right? I know, I know my work and I know what I've done, right? But, you know, it ain't, it ain't too much over for me just yet. So thank you for, for acknowledging what I have, what I am so far and what I've done. I, I, I appreciate that. 
Um, you guys, so like I said, if I, you know, like I said, if, if I, I want to come, I'm, I'm going to come drop in with some of my peoples. I'm going to come drop in with, with, you know, with, with Mike yeah, and, and Tim, Tim Witherspoon and Graham and them on Fridays, right? Maybe on Sundays with Seti and Mike again, right? I'm going to try to stop in with Brooke. Right and, and and ask some question to these broads out there. Make it make it nice and and um hot, right? We'll see, we'll see. But if not, if 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 I if I don't get a chance, cause y'all they got me tied up, right? Sugar stay busy, right? But if I don't get a chance to to drop in there, y'all gonna see my face in the place on Wednesdays at 7 30 y'all okay and next week next wednesday i will have a guest on on the sugar show okay i uh, y'all just tune in right we want to all have a conversation on this show it's going to be live it's going to be a party okay um and and, and i just I, I i just adored what this this individual has done for women's boxing so stay tuned Come on back on Wednesday. This face going to be in the place for show. May not be the same place, but you going to always see Sugar's face, okay? Until then, be good out there, okay? Like, subscribe, and share. Until then, bye-bye.